Hi, everybody. My name is Hafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. Before we continue, let me tell you a bit about Squarespace. I've been using it for both my corporate and my professional websites, and it's made a world of difference for my business. First of all, it saves me a lot of time because their web designing platform is so easy to use. I don't have to figure things out. I just add different elements to a page, check if it looks pretty, and publish it. I can move things around quickly and adjust my homepage as needed, so I can let you know about my upcoming classes, webinars, and speaking events. I've added different sections to the menu too as my content has started to grow, and everything is organized perfectly. Besides, Squarespace allows me to see what each page will look like in different formats, whether people are visiting my website on a computer, tablet, or smartphone. That way, I can make sure nothing looks clunky and everyone can get the information they need in a visually pleasant way. I can also check out some behind-the-scenes information to confirm that my outreach efforts are working. I can see where the traffic to my website is coming from, what keywords visitors used on Google searches to get to my content, and where in the world my audience is located, which is perfect when I want to explore some opportunities with translation clients in different markets. If you don't have a professional website yet, or if your current setup has let you down, I know for a fact that Squarespace is exactly what you need to recreate your business image and your brand so clients can find you. To give Squarespace a try and get 10% off your hosting plan, go to this webpage, bit.ly slash t3-squarespace. That way, they'll know that you've heard about them here at Translation Confessional. Once again, the webpage is bit.ly slash t 3-S-Q-U-A-R-E-S-P-A-C-E. Hope you like it. Listening to books. As the saying goes, be careful what you wish for, and you just might get it. Around 2010, I wanted to work with more creative translations than the regular business, marketing, and journalism projects that I receive on a regular basis. I had tried to get into book translation so many times before because that was the one thing that first attracted me to work as a translator when I realized that there was someone behind all those books I had read in Portuguese and that had been originally written in another language. I wanted to be that person. Back then, in 2010, I already had over a decade of experience as a translator under my belt, but I was yet to translate anything remotely related to literature. I started to focus on that particular goal and pursue some opportunities in book translation. I already went into some details about that part of my journey in Season 1, Episode 39, Translating Fiction. And I'll leave a link in this episode's description if you want to check it out. Today, I was thinking about that be careful what you wish for expression because 
Yes, I've been translating books on a regular basis for the past decade now, but there's been an unexpected side effect to making my dream come true. The books I end up reading over the course of a year are the books I'm actually translating. When you translate a book, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, you end up reading and rereading it so many times that you have little time left to actually read for pleasure. That goes without saying that once you tap into a more creative side of yourself as a translator, you may end up getting easily distracted while reading a book. I mean, whether you're aware of the fact that you're reading a translated book and start to reflect on the translator's word choices, or you're just reading a book in your source language, you'll be plagued by what I like to call mental translation syndrome. (laughs) In other words, you may end up mentally translating the book you're reading inside your head, which may get in the way of actually enjoying the story for what it is. I'm not sure if that happens to other translators as well, or if I'm the one who has issues, but I noticed that I was hardly able to pick up a book after I started translating them. I guess the main issue is that I still work on a lot of technical translators as sort of my day job, and then translate books in the afternoon and evening, when I usually have some time to pick up a book and unwind before calling it a day. Since I've always been an avid reader, I didn't want to stop reading books altogether just because I started translating books, you know? The solution I found to my problem was to actually listen to books instead. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm sure you've heard that Audible is the leading library for audiobooks, right? But have you given it a try yet? There are literally hundreds of thousands of titles you can choose from, and you'll be saving tons of money if you sign up for a premium account. For $14.99 a month, you get one credit to download any book you want, whose price tag is usually around 20 bucks or so. Right there, you'd be saving money and keeping up with your book addiction at the same time. They have books in different languages too, and some classics are for free, so you don't have to apply your monthly credit to it. You just download the audiobook and enjoy it. And that goes without saying that they have some exclusive content read by incredible actors. So if you close your eyes, it really feels like you're at a theater listening to a play on stage. On top of that, you can also check out the latest trending podcasts. And yes, you can listen to Translation Confessional on Audible too. If you're not yet sure whether Audible is right for you, I dare you to give it a try. Get a 30-day trial and enjoy your first book for free. But I bet you get hooked on it and add audiobooks to your routine. Make sure you use the link in this episode's description 
so they'll know Translation Confessional sent you their way. Then come back to me and let me know what books you're listening to. I hope you enjoy it. Things really changed once I started to listen to books while at the gym, uh, going for a walk or cooking. I've always been a multitasker, so it gives me more energy when I can manage my time well and accomplish two things at once. Besides, I realized that having an audiobook as my companion also helps me to keep negative thoughts away because I'm listening to something entertaining or informative that will help me stay positive and motivated. I've been listening to many journalistic books, which I've always enjoyed because I'm still a journalist at heart, and I've also gone through many autobiographies because it's always fun to learn more about people whose work you enjoy. I've listened to many autobiographies by entertainers, and my favorites have been The Last Black Unicorn by Tiffany Haddish, Believe by Eddie Izzard, and Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. The fact that these three comedians read their own stories is truly a treat, because you not only get to know more about their backstory, and none of those three had an easy time growing up, but it also feels like you're at one of their stand-up specials. While listening to their books, I got some weird looks when I burst out laughing in the middle of the gym at 5.30 in the morning, but it was all worth it. Still, much has been said against audiobooks, and I guess the main argument is, that's cheating. You must read the words on the page. No, that's not cheating, okay? You will acquire the same information or be entertained the same way if you're reading a book or listening to it. I'm actually a good audio learner, meaning I retain information the same way or sometimes even better if I listen to it. Proof of that is how I'd be listening to a book at the gym, and when I'm back home, I'd end up telling my husband a few interesting things I learned from the book. I looked a bit more into it and read a report on how the Journal of Neuroscience conducted a research study and brain scans showed that reading or listening to books stimulated the same cognitive and emotional areas of the brain. So, cognitively, The process is the same, no matter how you consume a book. Besides, I've learned that audiobooks help me relax my eyes. I already spend so much time in front of a computer screen, and I'm not getting any younger. So I have been finding myself yawning and with watery eyes whenever I try to pick up a book to read. By listening to them instead, I can give my eyes some rest. And because I'm a language person, I try to listen to books in all my languages so I can keep up with them and acquire more vocabulary about certain subjects. I love actually learning the pronunciation of some words that I've only seen on paper or on the screen. It's like looking at pictures of an animal for years and then finally getting to see one in the wild. (laughs) I remember a word that caught my attention once, albeit. And after I heard it in an audiobook, it's become one of my favorite words in English. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode 
with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.